This sicha, in addition to being printed in Lakut Sichas Chelek Tezayin in Parshas Boy, in connection to the Pasuk in the Parsha of Achaydesh Azalachem Reish Chodashim, is also printed as a Madura Basra, a second edition, which the Rebbe edited another time in Lakut Sichas Chelek Chavbeis, in the Hisafis for Chaydesh Nisan. And in that sicha, there are some slight little changes, some little additions, but, in, but also there's a whole extra seif. In that version of the Sikha, where the Rebbe clarifies some of the points of the Sikha, which hopefully Bezrus Hashem will get to discuss as we go through the Sikha over here as well. Also interesting to point out that although over here it's printed in connection to the Pasuk of Achoydesh Hazelachem, Reish Chadashim, in Parshas Boy, the original Sikha, when the Rebbe said it in Tavshin Yud Gimel, was actually said in connection with the special bracha that's made Birchas Achamo once in 28 years. As we'll see in the Sikha as well, where the Rebbe discusses some things related to Birchas Hachamah. So the Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that in Rambam, in the beginning of Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh, he says that the Chodshei Hashanah, the months of the year, we go by the Chodshei Halavana, the lunar months. As the Pasuk says, Oilas Chodesh B'Chodshei, the Pasuk says, HaChodesh HaZalachem Reish Chodashim. So we always base it on the months which are according to the moon. On the other hand, the years that we calculate are years based on the sun, the solar year. As the Pasuk says, which means we need to keep in mind the time of spring. And the Rebbe explains, the Chodesh, the month of the moon, is approximately 29 and a half days. That is, that's the time that it takes for the moon to make its full cycle around the earth. On the other hand, the sun takes approximately 365 days and a quarter of a day to make its cycle around the earth, and that is what we call a solar year. And the Rambam is teaching us over here two halachis. Number one, that the months of the year, we need a figure based only on the moon. In other words, a month is not like what many goyim will do, is take the year, the 365 days of the sun, and divide it into 12, so we don't do that. For the months, we look purely at the months of the cycle of the moon. On the other hand, since Pesach does need to be in the time of spring, and the seasons are based on the cycle of the sun, and the sun cycle, the year, is going to be approximately 11 days longer than the year of the moon. That is, if we took 12 months of the moon, we're going to end up with 11 days less than the cycle of the sun. So we base our years based on the sun, but because of this discrepancy, so every two or three years, Bastin is going to go ahead and make a leap year, so that Pesach should be able to be in the time of spring. In the further program, the Rambam continues that the calculation that we use today, our calendar, when we don't use Bastin to make the leap years and look at the moon to be able to make the new Rosh Chodesh, etc. So this is a calendar that was made by Rabbi Lanosi. So our calendar is also made in such a way that we have a cycle, a 19-year cycle, in which we're going to have seven leap years and 12 regular years and so on. And at the end of this cycle, the two sets of years, the lunar and the, sun, and the solar cycles, years will now be approximately aligned, will be almost aligned completely, so that all that's left in a 19-year cycle in the solar calendar, in the solar year over the lunar year, will be just one hour and 485 halakim, which will be an hour the way we calculate time today, let's say approximately an hour and a half, a little bit less than an hour and a half. 
So the Pirush, which is one of the commentators on the Rambam in Hulchas Kiddush HaChodesh, asks that after many years, in other words, after every cycle of 19 years, we have an hour and 485 chalakim left. But after many, many years, we're going to end up that the tkufa, the season of spring, is not going to end up in Chodesh Nisan, but it's going to end up in Chodesh Iyar because of all of these extra hours. So the Pirush answers and says, which basically means Mashiach will let us know what to do. The Rebbe points out, just to point out, says the Rebbe, that until the very, very last year of the 6,000 years of our world, the Tkufa, this time of, this time of spring, will still end up being within Chaydish Nisan. But the Rebbe asks the following question. The halacha of Shomayrus Chaydish Aviv, of keeping the time of spring, is not only that Nisan should be in the time of spring. In other words, it might be enough that even the very end of Nisan, a little bit of Nisan is in spring, but rather that Pesach should be in the time of spring. As we just quoted from the Rambam, the Rambam Paskins, that when Bastin would make their calculations, and they, if they would figure out that spring would start, what's called Tkufas Nisan, which is what we call the beginning of spring, if they would figure out that spring is going to be on Tezayin Nisan, meaning after the first day of Pesach, that would cause them to make a leap year, so that Pesach should be in the time of spring. If so, asks the Rebbe, Again, based on this calculation that we said, at the end of every 19 years, we have an hour and 485 halakim left. So, after, so if, if we go based on that, uh, that calculation, says the Rebbe, then it happened already many times, even up until now, and in fact, even in the times of the Rambam, and even going earlier than that, it happened already many times that Tkufas Nisan, the beginning of spring, happened a number of times after Tesvav Nisan in our calendar. So how does that fit with what we said, that it needs to be Shomer as Chodesh Aviv, that Pesach needs to be in the time of spring? Again, just to recap and to summarize what we just said. If it's about that Nisan should, the spring should be somewhere in Nisan, so yes, it's true that even up until today and even to the last year of the 6,000 years, so the spring is still starting somewhere in the month of Nisan. But if we need Tezvav Nisan to be in the time of spring, based on the calculation that we said before with the 19 years, that in every 19 years there's a little bit of a remainder, it happened already many, many times that spring is actually coming after Tezvav Nisan. So the Rebbe says, perhaps we could answer based on something that the Rambam says further on. And what he says is that this remainder that we spoke about in the 19 years, that there is one hour and 485 halakim after every one of these cycles, this is only according to a particular calculation which is called Tkufas Shmuel. Shmuel figured and calculated the solar year to be, as we said before, 365 and a quarter days, 365 days and six hours. But there is another calculation, which is called Kufas Rav Ado. And his calculation works that the solar year is 365 and a, and a little bit less than a quarter. And if we go based on that calculation, which is Rav Ado's calculation, 
then in every single 19-year cycle, there's absolutely no remainder at all. That means the solar and the lunar calendars are completely aligned at the end of every, sing- every 19 years. And according to this, the calculation that we will base our calendar on will very much have the time of spring always falling before the time of Pesach, because Lahalacha, we actually go not based on the Tkufa of Shmuel, but we consider the Tkufa of Rav Adar to be the more accurate calculation, as many of the Rishonim write. And if we go based on this calculation, so then Pesach will in fact always be already within the time of spring. So again, just to summarize this last point, we have two calculations of how we look at the solar calendar. And yes, the Rambam did say before that according to the calculation of Shmuel, which calculates the solar calendar to be 365 days and a quarter of a day, we will have that little bit of a remainder at the end of every year, 19-year cycle. And based on that, Pesach, in fact, sometimes will not be in spring, but Nisan will always be in spring. But then there's another calculation which we consider the more accurate calculation where the solar calendar is slightly less than 365 and a quarter days and based on this there won't be any remainder at the end of 19 years. They always do align and according to that Pesach will always be in spring. But the Rebbe says this is still not completely understood. The Rebbe said, the reason what we said before that the lunar calendar has to be aligned with the solar calendar is because we said, So since according to the calculation of Shmuel, there is some sort of remainder, and we said after many of these remainders, we're going to end up with Pesach not being in the time of spring. What does the Rambam mean and how does he write that what is this whole business of this 19-year cycle that we calculate these years because at the end of a 19-year cycle, all that you're going to be left with is this one hour and a little bit and so on. If the bottom line is, this calculation seemingly is not going to help us in any way. How could you rely on this in any way whatsoever if this is not going to help Pesach be in the time of spring? We said before, all it's helping is that Nisan should be in the time of spring. So the Rebbe says, we can explain this in the following way. From the wording of the Rambam, the Rambam says, he brings the Pasuk and he says that the years that we calculate are the solar years because the Pasuk says, from this we understand that what we learn from Shomer is in fact not only that Pesach needs to be in the time of spring, but that also, the time of Nisan, the time of Pesach and Nisan, always needs to be generally around the same time of the year. Meaning to say, we're not only concerned about Pesach over here, there's also a general concept that we're concerned that the months, our months should generally be within the general cycle of that solar calendar. And therefore, says the Rebbe, this aspect of Shomer as Chodesh as far as the year is concerned, that the months are generally within the same period, the same general time of the year, for this it's enough that Chodesh Nisan should be in the time of spring. 
In other words, that we have part of spring is already in Chaydish Nisan. So again, we're not only concerned about Pesach, but we need that Nisan should generally be in this, in this spring season. And for this aspect of the halacha, for Shomer as Chaydish Aviv, it would be enough if we have the time of spring within Chaydish Nisan, even if it's only the very, very end of the month. So in other words, what the Rebbe is basically telling us is that we have two ideas over here. We have one halacha, which we're going to discuss more about soon, is that Pesach needs to be in spring. We have another aspect that Nisan needs to be in spring. Says the Rebbe, according to this, even according to the calculation of Shmuel, where there is a bit of a remainder after 19 years, but by setting up those years in that particular cycle, as we said before, with having the leap years and the regular years and so on, this helps us at least in regards to one aspect of Shomer as Chodesh Aviv, as far as the year is concerned, that it's more or less remaining in the same periods, all the months are remaining within the same general seasons, because even according to this calculation, the season of spring will never come out after Chodesh Nisan. Now we can understand what the Rambam is saying. When the Rambam is saying, is a, when the Rambam speaks about the 19-year cycle and he says, why are we relying on this calculation of the seven years, the seven leap years, the 12 regular years, and so on, because even according to this calculation, all you're going to end up is with one hour and a little bit. What he means to say by that is, that why are we relying on this cycle of all of the years within this 19-year cycle, is because at least with this calculation, we are fulfilling the concept that the years are solar years. That means we're still sticking to the general year. And regarding this, even this calculation, even if there's one and a bit hours left after every year, 19-year cycle, it's still enough to rely on this calculation because we're still generally keeping the year in sync with our months. Says the Rebbe, but we still need to understand. If the bottom line is, that for Pesach, we're still going to need, in order to be able to fulfill Shomer as Chodesh Aviv in regarding to Pesach, in regards to Pesach, we're still going to need to end up relying on what's considered, we said before, the more accurate calculation, which is Tkufas Rav Ado. In other words, as we said before, that only according to that calculation, which is the 365 and less than a quarter days, and only according to that calculation, there is no remainder after 19 years. And only according to that calculation, Pesach will in fact always be in spring. Why does the Rambam even need to say, and why is it relevant to say, that at least in regards to the regular cycle of the year, Kufa Shmuel will also be able to fit into that, if we just said that Kufa Shmuel is anyways not even what we consider the MS, the absolute accurate calculation. So again, just to summarize some of the points that we're speaking about. There's two calculations. There's what we call Tkufas Shmuel, which we're saying is not the 100% accurate calculation. According to that, there's going to be a little bit of a remainder after 19 years. But we could sort of more or less straighten it out that at least the spring is still coming out within Chodesh Nisan, even according to this calculation, which the Rebbe is telling us over here is also a point. According to the Rambam, we need that the general cycle of the year is aligning with the cycle of the months, and therefore it is an important thing to have Chaydish Nisan within spring. 
But then we need something, we need to really, if we want to have Pesach in spring, we really need to be relying on a completely different calculation, which is the Tkufa of Rav Ado, which goes by a calculation where there's nothing remaining after 19 years. So the Rebbe is asking, why do we even need to bother with the Tkufa of Shmuel, if the bottom line is we need to rely ultimately on the more accurate calculation of Tkufas Rav Ado, especially if we want to be able to have Pesach in the time of spring. Says the Rebbe, we could explain the idea in the following way. From the actual idea that the Rambam does bring the Tkufa of Shmuel, in, the, in Halach, in Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh, this tells us that this Tkufa is not only another opinion in Torah but it's actually a correct opinion even in Psak Halacha. And Halacha, as we know, is considered Emes Lamitoy, absolute truth. In fact, the Rebbe says, Let's look at the wording of the Rambam. This is hinted in the wording of the Rambam. When the Rambam speaks about the Tkufa of Rav Ado, compared to the Tkufa of Shmuel, he says, this Cheshboin is Emes Yoiser Minorishan. It's more true than the Tkufa of Shmuel, which implies that even the Cheshboin of Shmuel is true. But the Cheshboin of Rav Ado is more true. Says the Rebbe, another proof to this idea that the Cheshboin of Tkufa Shmuel is actually accepted in Allah as well, is we see that there's a number of halachas that are connected to the seasons of the sun, related to the sun. And in these cases, we actually, in halacha, only are going based on the tkufa of Shmuel. So for example, the Rebbe says, the concept of birchas hachamo. We know that once in every 28 years, we make a bracha, when the sun is reaching exactly the same place, where it was in the beginning of creation. That time is on a Tuesday night going into Wednesday. That's when Hashem had put up the sun and the moon. And when it comes back once in 28 years to the same place, but also on the same day of the week, we're going to make this bracha. This idea, this tkufa, this time when tkufas nisan is in the beginning of Tuesday night, like the first time in creation, this calculation that we go by is going based on the Tkufa of Shmuel and not the calculation of Ravada. Some more examples. In Chutzlar, it's we start asking for rain, Saint Talumotor Levracha, 60 days after the Tkufa, that's after the Tkufa of Tishrei, the Tkufa of fall or autumn, and that's again the Tkufa of Shmuel. We're calculating that Tkufa when that Tkufa is, is completely based on the calculation of Shmuel. There's another interesting halacha that's brought in Shulchan Aruch, that one needs to be careful not to drink water at the time of the Tkufa, that means in the beginning of each one of the seasons, at that particular moment. And again, which Tkufa are we calculating that by? The Tkufa of Shmuel. So clearly the Tkufa of Shmuel is being taken into halacha as well. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first prefacing another aspect in regards to Kiddush HaChodesh. Seemingly it's not understood. We have a halacha. It tells us that based in, that was Makadish, the Chodesh, based in, sanctify the new month. Even if they did it b'shoigeg, or they were led to make a mistake, or there was an oines, according to some gersas, even if they did it intentional, they were Makadish, the Chodesh, not on the time when the new month was seen, for whatever reason. The halacha is that the month is considered, the Rosh Chodesh is considered sanctified on that day, and everyone has to follow Yomim Toivim based on that day that Beistin had said. And the question is an obvious one. If the idea of Rosh Chodesh, Chodesh means there was something renewed right now. It's connected to the idea 
where we need to see the new moon, and in a particular way, and that's where Rosh Chodesh is made, the, the, the new cycle of the moon, when there's a new moon. How is it possible that on a day where the moilid was not, the moon was not seen, and yet this should be considered Rosh Chodesh, just because based and made it Rosh Chodesh. So the Rambam explains the reason for the halacha, and the Rambam says everyone has to set their yomim toivim based on the day that the based and it sanctified, because the same Hashem who told us to keep yomtiv told us to rely on based in. Says that ever, but seemingly this is not enough of an explanation to help us understand. In other words, that may help us understand why. Yes, we need to rely on what based in said. We need to do Hashem says we should do that. But it still doesn't really help us understand the logic of what's going on over here. How does this day become Rosh Chodesh if in fact the Moilud was on a different day? Says the Rebbe, the way we can explain it is, is that when we speak about the sun and the moon, and all of the things related to the sun and the moon down here in this world, just like everything in our world, is really a Ishtalshlis, it's coming from a spiritual level up above. In other words, the idea of the sun and the moon, the way they are in the spiritual realm. And the truth of the matter is, says the Rebbe, when we make Rosh Chodesh down here based on the Moilad of the moon, it's really based on what's going on, Lamailad, the Moilad of Levana, how it's happening up above in the spiritual realm. But of course, we are human beings and we have no idea of knowing what's happening up above. So since the way we can know what's happening up above is by looking the way these things had come down in our world. So the Torah tells us we should establish Rosh Chodesh according to the Moilad Alavana that we see down here. Either what we could see with our eyes, the moon, or in certain times you go based on a certain calculation. That will tell us when the Moilad was, was up above. In other words, what we're really doing is basing it on what's going on Lamaila. We're just looking at things in our world that are indication to tell us what's happening up above. Now, when Basin comes along and makes Rosh Chodesh on a different day than the when the moon is seen, and the Torah tells us, yes, we should rely on what Basin is telling us, that itself is proving to us that it's in fact on that day that Torah is calling Rosh Chodesh. That's the real time of the Moilad what's happening up above. Yes, down here it didn't come down, but up above that's the real time of Moilad And the fact that down here the Moilad is being seen in a different time is because for whatever reason, at that point, this world down here is not deserving, is not fitting, or for other reasons, that the hamshacha, the way things that are happening up above, should manifest itself and come down also here in our physical moon, the way we see it down here in this world. Says the Rebbe, the same thing is true in regards to these dinim that are connected with the seasons, that as we said, are connected with the times of the sun cycle whether it's Birchas and other dinim. In other words, these dinim that Toiras Emes tells us to do at a certain point are mainly connected to the cycle of the sun in the spiritual realm, what's happening up above. And therefore, there's no question why it is that in these particular dinim, we are going based on the Tkufa, on the calculations of Shmuel, even though down here, the accurate calculation in our world, the way we would see the sun, would fit more with the Tkufa of Rav Ado. Because if Torah's Emes is telling us that after 28 years, every 28 years, the halacha is in this particular way, you have to be saying the blessing on the moon. And we have to base it on that calculation, which is according to Shmuel. 
That is telling us that according to that calculation, now we know that's actually the time when the sun has reached a particular point. And that's why we need to make the bracha then. For whatever reason it is, down here it's not manifesting itself, it's not coming down. In that particular time, it's coming down, it's gonna, it's gonna be in that particular location at a different time according to the calculation of Ravada. Now it's at this point of the Sikha, where as mentioned before, that in Lakuta Sikha's Chaylik Chavbeis, there's another whole Se'if, where the Rebbe actually addresses this whole concept of being able to say that there are certain halachas down here and all based on in Yonim, the way they're happening, Lomailah. So I'm just going to mention what the Rebbe says in that if in Chelek of Beis, and after this if we go back to everything the way it's in Chelek Tezayin. The Rebbe says, since all of this could really bring about a number of questions, how is it possible to say any of this? We know the concept of Torah, Loi Bashamayimi, Torah is not up in the heaven. We know Ein Mashgichen Bebaskol, we don't look at Baskoils. We know also that whenever there will be a Machloikas between the Zoyer and the Shas, the Halacha will be like the Shas, in other words, we go based on the Nigla, not based on Kabbalistic, spiritual things, and other such questions. So the Rebbe says, I'm going to bring certain examples from different areas in Torah, and each one of these example will, examples will shed light on another aspect of all of this. So number one, the Rebbe says, Quite similar, actually, to our case. We have with the concept of Edim Zoymimin. Now, just as a quick reminder, Edim Zoymimin are those Edim that were proved to be liars. They wanted to accuse someone, for example, to be killed. Now, they are punished with the same punishment. The Razal tell us that if that person ended up being killed, the Edim Zoymimin then don't get killed. In other words, only if they wanted to kill the other person, but if he actually got killed already, now the Edom Zoymim and don't get killed. And it's known, there's a very big question about this. This doesn't seem logical in any way whatsoever. It seems completely the opposite of the dim of Torah in regards to other Misois based in. I mean, the guy got killed, and surely the, the, the Edom should now be killed. So the Rebbe says that this could be understood based on a Ramban. That when Bastin investigated and did, the Bastin Kosher did all of their job properly. And they accepted the witnesses according to the way Torah had given them the instructions to, to accept witnesses, to question the witnesses. And it was based on that that they gave their psakdin. And based on that, they went now and killed that person. This actually, once the person is dead, this actually comes along and proves that really, Hashem knows that this person should have been killed. In other words, yes, this person should have died. Even though if we look at the simple halachis now of the Torah, we would say that these Adis were false Adis. And that was the basis for that person to be killed. But nevertheless, once the person is dead, we say that the truth of the matter is he should have been dead, and that's what ended up, why it ended up happening, that based in Shalom ended up asking that he should be killed, and that's why once he's killed, we're not going to kill those witnesses that were liars. So that's one example. Another example, says the Rebbe, to a, an idea related to this. Where again, we're looking at something, you're going to see it more in a Ruchni Yisdika way. We know that Chazal tell us that sometimes the Torah speaks in a way of what we may call an exaggeration or something like that. 
So we have a passage that says, Orim Gdoilois of Tsurois Bashamayim. That when the Torah says that the Miraglim came along and they say they see these very, very big cities fortified up in the heavens. So the Chazal say that this is an exaggeration. It does not mean meant to be taken literally. However, says the Rebbe, the Ramem Mifano explains and says, no, that even these Pasa can be understood very, very literally. That means to say, what does it mean? Arim G'doylois of Tzureis Bashamayim. Yes, there are these fortified cities in the heaven because the Malachim, the Ayin Sarim, the 70 ministering angels of the nations and so on and so forth, they cannot enter the ear the atmosphere of Eretz Yisrael itself, so they, so to speak, remain only up above. Another example, says the Rebbe, where we see, again, looking more to the spiritual, to the heavenly aspects of things. A Gemara in Menachos, the Rebbe says, where there's a discussion where one of the Amoiroim are of the opinion that a person does not necessarily have to look for wearing a garment that has four corners to wear tzitzis. And then the Gemara says that actually this Amoira is arguing with a Malach. Where the Malach had said to someone, are you looking for excuses? This is the way the Gemara understands it. That the Malach was saying, are you looking for excuses not to wear tzitzis? A person should look for an opportunity to wear a four-cornered garment to be chayiv in tzitzis. And in fact, the Rebbe says, the halacha goes like that. The Rambam actually paskins like this malach, that the proper way for a righteous, a pious person is to go ahead and to look for, to be wearing a four-cornered garment to wear tzitzis. And the same thing says in Shulchan Aruch, that a person should be careful of this. Says the Rebbe, one more example, which in a certain sense you could say is what the Rebbe calls the father of all of these examples is a whole category in the Gemara of people that have done certain things where the Gemara will say that they're not chayiv bedine odom, they're not chayiv. Um, they won't be um, obligated to pay or whatever it is bedine odom, but they're chayiv bedine shamayim, they're going to be punished by heaven. And especially there's even opinions that say they're not even chayiv in any way bedine odom, not even a little bit. So the bottom line of all of this we could see in all of these areas that there's plenty of areas where we look at things mitzad deruchni yonim. The Rebbe says there's many other examples and this is not the place to go into all of this. Now back to the sikh in chelik tazayin as well as in chelik chavbeis. The Rebbe says there's still some more things that still need to be clarified and is not understood. The Rebbe says, all the inyanim that say in Torah, especially things that are related to Maisebapoil, we know there's a concept of ein mikra The first thing is we need to look at things in the literal way, and the same thing with a psakdin. And we need to fulfill a halacha in the simple sense of the word. Even though, of course, everything in the world and everything in Torah has a root and a source in the spiritual realm. And this is not only true in regards to fulfilling mitzvahs, that you must fulfill the mitzvah in the simple and literal sense. Um, that, in other words, yes, you do have the spiritual mitzvahs as well, aspect of the mitzvah, but you always need the physical aspect of the mitzvah. The Rebbe gives examples. In tefillin, you first need to fulfill the simple aspect of the mitzvah, only then are you also gaining the spiritual aspect, which is the shibud hanashamo and the lave, giving over your heart, and your neshama to Hashem, and you're drawing down in the spiritual realm what's called the four moichin, four levels of intellect, as it says in Kisvi Arizal, etc., etc., 
But not only regards to that, but generally regarding all of Inyanim that are brought in the Torah and that were commanded in the Torah, there's first and foremost, we need to look at it in the simple sense of the word. It says the Rebbe, according to this, it's not it's very difficult to understand. We have a halacha regarding Birch HaSachama. That a person that sees the sun and, the, and when it comes to that particular part in the heaven, the particular part in the sky where it reaches, which means that you see this kufas chama, you're seeing it with your physical eyes. Has says the Rebbe, is it possible to make a oise maise beratius, the bracha that we make by berachas hachama, for a tkufa that's happening in the spiritual time? If at that time, Bagashmi is, that's not what's happening right here. Now, says the Rebbe, even though in regards to Kiddush HaChodesh, we said, yes, we must say that idea, that we're relying on what's happening in the spiritual realm, because we said before, that the based on the made a mistake, or even intentional, or made the Kiddush HaChodesh, it's not going to depend necessarily on the sight of the, sighting the moon, but whatever based in said, but the Rebbe says there's a fundamental difference between the way there's the concept of Kiddush HaChodesh and Rosh Chodesh and the idea of the sun, the sun entering this particular place in the sky. And the Rebbe says, Rosh Chodesh, even though it's true Rosh Chodesh is connected with the Moilad of the Levano, but the concept of Rosh Chodesh in its very essence, in other words, that this is a special day and a holy day and so on, that's not something that's a natural or a normal thing of the world. In other words, it's not that the world sees now as Rosh Chodesh. This is a Torah, a concept that this day is a special day. It's a holy day. There's karbonis for Rosh Chodesh, etc. So we say either based and made it holy or it was made holy by Hashem. And therefore, at least in that area, it's still a little bit easier to understand the concept that Rosh Chodesh is mainly connected to the way the moon is in its spiritual realm. Even if the moilad of the Levana down here is slightly in a different time. But seemingly when it comes to the idea of which means seeing the sun when it enters a particular area in the heavens, this is something that's not happening because of the dinim of the Torah that are connected to it. This is simply the cycle of the sun. And we're saying when the sun comes to a particular place where it was created, that's when the bracha needs to be made. So the Rebbe says, if that's the case, it's totally not understood. Since the din of the Torah itself is telling you that the, that the sun needs to be in the place where it was when it was created, in other words, seemingly where it is down here in this physical world, world how is it possible to be making the bracha when according to the calculation, we said it's not the actual calculation according to what we're making down here. According to our calculation, it's not in the right spot. So we're making the calculation based on the sun where it's in the spiritual realm. The question is even stronger. The whole din of Birchas HaChamu is it says, You need to see the sun in its right spot. And in fact, if you don't see the sun, you can't even make a bracha. You're not allowed to make the bracha. So the Rebbe says, there some, seems to be something very strange going on over here. On the one hand, you're making the bracha for seeing the sun begashmias, And at the same time, it's not actually, when you're seeing the sun is that's not actually the correct kufa, according to this physical calculations. Rather, we're making the, we're making the bracha because beruchni is that's when it's happening. How does this work? So the Rebbe says, we can explain this by first prefacing, that generally the whole idea of calculating the tkufos, these seasons, whether it's the tkufa of Shmuel, or the tkufa of Rav Ado, 
we actually don't calculate them from the first kufa, from the first season after creation. Rather, we go back to what's called shnas toyu, to the time before creation, to the year before creation, before the world was even created. And the Rebbe explains, we know there's a famous machloikas between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yehoshua, whether the world is created in Tishrei or the world is created in Nisan. And it's explained in a number of places, and some have the girsa this way in Toisvis as well, that both of these opinions are true. In Nisan, so to speak, this is when Hashem has thought about creating the world. But the actual creation happens in Tishrei. Now, for Tkufois, for seasons, when do we start calculating where the moon was and where the sun was at a particular time? We actually start calculating according to Rabbi Yoshua. That means we start calculating those Tkufois back from the Nisan before creation. We go based on Rabbi Yoshua that Nisan Nivra Ha'olam. And that's why we count the Tkufa of Nisan of that year before the Tishrei, a half a year before. Now what did we just say happened in that Nisan? In other words, this is the time when the spiritual world is being created. Things are happening in the spiritual realm. There's no physical world yet. Ah, says the Rebbe, now we can understand. In regards to Birchas since we just said that generally for the seasons, for matters to do with the Tkufa, they always go to that year. That's more of a spiritual year. So we can now understand in regards to Birchas which Tkufa do we look at? We look at the spiritual Tkufa, even though down here, it's actually not happening at that time. And so to another dinim that are related to, related to the seasons, which we said before, are only going to be based on the Tkufa of Shmuel, which is seemingly not the accurate calculation down here. It's more of a spiritual calculation. We said it's a calculation down here, but it's representing what's happening up above. Because the whole beginning, the whole foundation of the, all the calculation of the seasons is all back to that year, which we call Tkufas Toyu, the time that's more of a spiritual time. The time of Allah B'machshavu when Hashem is thinking of creating the world. And therefore, in these dinim, it doesn't matter so much that the Tkufa down here in our practical world is not going to be in the same time. Because again, the whole idea of the dinim related to Tkufas is more of a spiritual thing. Nevertheless, of course, it's understood that, of course, that spiritual tkufa also has an effect. Beruchnis and Bepnimius also on the sun down here. And that's why, of course, when it comes to the bracha making the, of, of, for the sun, of course, we need to see the sun begashmius. The Rebbe said what's still left to understand is now the other way around. If the idea of the tkufa is mainly based on the spiritual tkufa we're saying is going to be according to the tkufa of Shmuel. That means we calculate what Shmuel said and we're saying now that spiritual tkufa is happening. So it's specifically the tkufa of Shmuel and not the tkufa of Rav Ado. And Rav Ado's cheshben is going to be more about what's practically happening in our world. The question then is, why is it and how can we say that when the Torah commands us that Pesach needs to be in the time of spring, which again we said is only going to happen properly according to the Tkufa of Rav Ado, and not according to the Tkufa of Shmuel, why then is it that in this case we're concerned with Rav Ado's calculation? In other words, with the calculation the way it's down here, we just said the only way Pesach can be in the proper time is only if we're going to look at Rav Ado's calculation, which is the calculation down here, not the spiritual calculation. Says the Rebbe, the beer we could say is, 
The whole reason, as we said before, that the tkufa, that the seasons down here might be in a different time to the way things are up above, is because the world is not ready at that time, is not fitting at that time for the seasons the way they are above, the way things are in the spiritual realm, which is completely beyond and higher the way things are in our realm down here. Says the Rebbe, but when does this all apply? When we're speaking about things that are more connected, excuse me, with the Metzius of the world. So for example, we said seeing the sun and other things like that. But the idea of Pesach, that Pesach should be in the time of spring, since the whole idea of Pesach down here is mainly a Torah entity, a Torah Dika So on Pesach, what we're saying is that the Tkufa, the season down here, is happening, is at the same time that it's happening up above. In other words, the fact that Pesach is in spring all the time is because at that time, it's both the Tkufa, it's the season of spring, both above and down below. In other words, now it's aligning, the spiritual season, so to speak, is aligning. And coming down, also according to the simple calculation, however, Adah works it out, that it should always be spring down here in this world. Whereas in regards to Inyana Ya'olam, other things of the world, as we said before, the Tkufa of up above is going to happen in one time, and it's not coming down here exactly according to the calculation how things are happening down here. Rather, it's going to according to the calculation of Shmuel, which is again not the accurate calculation the way things are practically happening in our world. Says the Rebbe, now we can go back to what we discussed in the beginning of the Sicha, where the Rebbe brought the Rambam, that in regards to the year, so the general idea of the cycle of the year, we are concerned that the year should also be aligned with the seasons. In other words, the seasons should be lined also with the months. And we said that according to Shmuel now, at least Nisan could also be in the time of spring. Even though as it regards to Pesach, we said that Pesach needs to be in spring. It'll anyways have to rely on the Tkufa of Rav Ado. So why are we suddenly concerned that the year, the general year, and the months should also be aligned? Says the Rebbe, because in regards to the matters of the world, as we said before, the Tkufa of Lamaila is going to be according to the Tkufa of Shmuel. And therefore, in things that are connected more to the year, to the general year, not to Pesach, which is the Torah of the Metzies, but to the year, which is the Metzies of the world, here we want it to fit with the Tkufa of Shmuel.